You're listening to Win Workers Independent News, a production of Diversified Media Enterprises. For Win, I'm Joanne Powers. The Communication Workers of America and the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers are declaring victory for nearly 40,000 Verizon workers who have been on strike since April 13th. Celebrating big gains after reaching a tentative agreement with the company Friday, the unions say they have achieved their major goals of improving working families' standard of living, creating good union jobs in their communities, and achieving a first contract for wireless retail stores. Workers. Bob Master is assistant to the vice president of the CWA. Our central concern in this strike was preserving good working class jobs in our communities, and we feel like we've achieved that goal. We were fighting back against a lot of proposals about contracting out and closing call centers, and we're feeling pretty good about where we've ended up. The union spent the week negotiating with the company in Washington, D.C., at the behest of U.S. Labor Secretary Thomas Perez. We would have gotten to an agreement sooner or later, but I think that Secretary Perez's involvement and and the involvement of the Federal Mediation and Conciliation Service definitely got us to the finish line faster than we probably would have otherwise. Masters expects the striking workers to be back to work by Tuesday or Wednesday, and ratification of the agreement will most likely take place after workers are back on the job. He says the ability of strikers to connect with working people across the country helped win them the strike. If working people are militant and they do stand up and they do reach out to the community and they do frame their struggle as part of a bigger effort to change what's going on in our society that working people can win. And I think our members really had a sense, since this has been by far the biggest strike in the country in many years, that they had a kind of a a responsibility for all of working people in this country. In a major victory for American workers, the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals in Chicago ruled Thursday evening that healthcare software company Epic Systems in Verona, Wisconsin, could not require mandatory arbitration agreements where employees are forced to waive their rights to collective and class actions. The court says such agreements violate Section 7 of the National Labor Relations Act, which sets out employee rights on the job. Caitlin Madden is one of the lawyers who brought the case to the Seventh Circuit. One of those rights is the right to join with other employees to discuss with their employer issues of their compensation and their conditions of employment. Arbitration agreements that require employees to bring any claims they have individually prevents employees from joining together. The history of the National Labor Relations Act makes clear that it's very important to provide individual workers with a counterbalance to the power of the employer. Allowing employees to join together is an important way to do that. Workers Independent News is brought to you with support from union-owned and represented Bank of Labor, member FDIC, equal opportunity lender. Bank of Labor has earned the reputation as a leader in union business lending by understanding the needs of labor unions. Online at bankoflabor.com. You've been listening to WIN, Workers Independent News. For more information, visit laborradio.org.